You're listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Mazzelli, where you'll discover more about writing, publishing, building your author brand, and selling your book. Now, here's your hosts, Chris and Gina. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Writing Momentum Podcast. I'm Gina Maselli, and I'm here with my husband, Christopher Maselli. Hey, hey. <laughs> we are here talking about, we just wanted to kick off the 2023. We wanted to kick off talking about just what works for us. That's right. So we are talking about tech stacks. And tech. what do we mean by tech stacks? All right. So when someone says, what's your tech stack? They mean, what apps do you use to get done what you get done? If someone's looking at your web website and they say, wow, what's your tech stack with that website? They're saying, what web program do you use to create the website? What plugins do you have? That sort of thing. When it comes to writers, if we talk about our tech stack, that means what apps do we use to write? Maybe what ones do we use to do our project management or our marketing and that sort of thing? All our right. publishing. Great. Let's get started. Okay. Tell me. And this is going to be, we're going to split step. It's going to be a two-parter. We're yeah. first going to talk about Chris's tech stack. And these are the software solutions that he cannot live without. And so let's get going. So what's your first one, Chris? So, yeah, and this is going to be interesting because I think they're going to be different between different. the two of us on a lot of these things. Although the first one I know is exactly the same. And that is that for writing, I use Microsoft Word. I know you use that too. We've been using Microsoft Word since early 90s, I think, whenever it came out, pretty much I since the beginning. I think late 90s. I think we started yeah. with MePro. Oh, that's right. And, oh, back in the day. <laughs> and we have graduated to Word and we pretty much don't use anything else. And it is an industry standard. So this is nothing new. That, that's a lot of the reason we use it is because every publisher, every editor you work with, will probably ask for the files in Microsoft Word format. Now, that doesn't mean there's not other good viable options out there. There's a lot of great options for even iPads, right? There's apps that you can use there. And there's other writing programs you can use. You can use Google Docs. But more often than not, if you use those other programs, you will, if you want to share a file, you're going to have to go ahead and export it to Microsoft Word so that the person receiving it can get it in the standard format that most people use. Plus, we have used it so many years that we have learned how to deep dive into Word, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people just use it just for the basic word processing power. But if you really get into it, there's some great things you can do as far as structuring a book in Word, using macros to get stuff done really quick and do all kinds of formatting. And it's also a program that I will put other documents into when it comes to formatting like an ebook in order to get it into Word to get it out of Word because most publishing programs need to have the documents in Word before they can import them. So again, because you're going through Word anyway, we've just learned we might as well use it to write in. And you know what? It's fast. It's very robust, but you can keep it very simple if you want to. It's not that expensive, but it's actually free if you're willing to use the online version because there is an online version of Word that you can use also. You may not have known that, and it's very robust. So, yeah, we love Microsoft Word. Well, and I just want to point out because sometimes I've worked with clients or I've worked with different people who don't have Word. Yeah. And there can be, because it is such an industry standard, Go ahead and do yourself a favor. Use the free version if you need to. But then what happens is you're not having to export to a try to get it into a different program 
or vice versa, yeah. which then becomes a real headache and it can really throw off your formatting. Yeah, that's true. And we also like programs like Scrivener or like Plotter. These are very good programs for writing books, for plotting your book, things like that. However, we still find ourselves keep going back to Word. Absolutely. I just like starting there. I like ending there. So anyway, Absolutely. You, I use Word. Now, when I sit down to write, the first program I actually start with before I start working in Word is a program called Focus. Okay. okay. Tell Fo us about Focus. Focus is a program that you turn it on and what it does is it automatically blocks pretty much most of the internet so that you can't get distracted from what you're doing because distraction is a huge problem, right? They say that we get distracted something like 36 times per hour. It's some Crazy. silly number. So to keep myself from getting distracted, I will turn on focus. That stops all my email notifications. It stops my message notifications. It stops me from being able to browse the internet. Now, it does let me whitelist sites. So I can go ahead and say, let me go to dictionary.com or let me go to biblegateway.com because these are resources that I use sometimes when I'm writing. But outside of those, it doesn't let me do anything until my timer's up. So I'll usually set it on for a 45 minute timer because I like using the Pomodoro technique, which we've talked about on this podcast before. And I want to say that I have started using Focus as well. And do you love that? I live by it yes. when I put it on. I because I found myself getting really distracted by email notifications mm -hmm. and by text messages, which there's nothing more frustrating than being in a stream of thought while you're writing. And all of a sudden getting a text message from something like a marketing something or other. <laughs> yeah, I, focuses. I live and breathe by it when I'm writing. But let me ask you, because I have it because we have MacBooks. It's automatically in there. What can someone with a Microsoft or with a, with well, a Windows? Yeah, machine? so we're actually talking about two different things then if you're using the one built in with a Mac. Because oh, okay. the Mac has a app called Focus built into it. And what's great about it is it also syncs with your phone. So it also stops any notifications, messages, emails, all that on your phone while you're working. But I'm talking about a separate app that's called Focus for the Mac. And it does a similar thing, but it's, it has a few more functions, which is why I use that. But yeah, you can just use the built-in folk on your Mac or on your phone, and it'll do the same, a very similar kind of thing. And so, yeah, definitely turn that on. It's worth that's it. If I you're using cause... Windows, just search for Focus app windows and you'll find something there are there's, several there's out there we've out looked there. at those yeah. okay what's number three chris another way i keep my focus is i get together with our group our writing yeah. moments group and we talk about writing moments a lot on this podcast because we love it this is a group of us who we get together once a week and we sit down and work on our individual projects together and we'll spend about 45 minutes while there's short teaching. And then we'll spend 45 minutes writing together by video cam. We're just working on our individual projects. And it's just a way to keep ourselves accountable, keep ourselves, again, focused. And so that's something that I do every week. And I absolutely love that. If you want to find out more about that, go to writing moment, writingmoments.com. Yeah. Or you can go to writingmomentum.com and you'll also find a link right on the top. Page yeah, that has proved to be really good because we do get together. And I think even for freelance writers like us, we a lot of times what we do is we are freelancing, we are working on other people's projects. But a lot of times I save that writing moments time just for my own projects. Yes. And so I try to keep that for me, for my yes. own projects that I'm working on. Keep so, it a little bit set aside so that it doesn't. Yes, it's special. Yeah. And we've all also already, we've been doing this now for 
about seven months, they've already had our first success story of a book being published that came out of Writing Moment. And we're looking forward to, we've got some other people who are very close to finishing their projects. So it's just a great way to just stay on track and stay motivated. And I also think that it's a great way, the community aspect of it, yeah. because we it's not just a cold click in and do whatever, let's write. It is a come on, we chat for a little bit, we t- find out about what's going on with our projects, we celebrate the wins, we commiserate if anybody's having struggles with anything. But then we also have a little bit of a teaching before just a 10 minute teaching that's you, that's led by Chris or myself or Renee Gutteridge. Yeah. And so before so, we get so into- that's the thing. When you get together and you have that kind of accountability, you know, you are going to have successes with other people and yourself. When you have that regularly scheduled time every week, you will have successes, which is why you want to put that in your calendar. And so that's just one of those things that really yeah, works. It really yeah. does. All right, what's number four? For formatting my books, I use a program called Vellum, V-E-L-U-M. Vellum is for the Mac only. I've transitioned over to using just a Mac. I used to use a PC all the time, especially because I love Microsoft Windows or Microsoft Word. But I've come to find out that the Mac just really works well for creative types like we all are, right? And so I really like it. Vellum allows me to format eBooks and print books completely within the program and the way it looks is the way it actually turns out on paper in fact a lot of these books if you're watching on video that are behind me here these were all formatted for clients using vellum and so yeah if you want to get into formatting your ebook or formatting a print book check out vellum it's a very very strong and good program all right and then i like to go ahead and sell my books through kindle right through kdp kindle direct publishing which is amazon's publishing service. They sell most of the eBooks that are put out there on the internet, plus most of the books at this point. And so I figure we might as well keep it simple and use them. Very good. All right, moving on. What's the next thing? All right. So the next thing we want to talk about is project management. How do I manage all the projects that I have? So I use a couple things. The one is a robust project manager called ClickUp. And it's very powerful. I really like it. I used to use Trello, which is a bit simpler, a lot simpler. And there's another one called SmartSuite that I really like too. And so between those three, I think I would recommend any of them. But ClickUp is the one I use. It allows me to put all my projects inside. And I've got a virtual assistant that will go through there and help me figure out what I need to do next and that sort of thing. Because I always need help with the management side. I used to try to do it all myself really up to this last year. Mm -hmm. And finally, I just realized man, I could do so much better if I just had a little bit of help. And so I've got some help and we use ClickUp for that. But that doesn't replace probably the thing that helps me the most with project management. And that is just a blank document sitting on the side of my computer screen when I work. I have a blank document and on that document every morning, I put the meetings that I have for that day and the times, as well as the projects that I plan to work on, the three or four projects. And me and my project manager, my virtual assistant, will get together every day. She'll tell me what's on the schedule, what I need to do. I'll confirm it looks right. And then that's just what I work on are those items. And I don't get concerned with everything else on my to-do list. It takes a load off my shoulders. I don't have to look at my calendar during the day. It's just that what's on there is on there. And so that blank document, you could use a post-it note, You could use anything like that That helps me tremendously. And I also like using it 
as a work record. So anytime I finish something during the day, I have another place on there where I write what I finish and that gives me a sense of accomplishment. Yes. And I want to point out because I've seen you over the years try so many different, so, so many different, you've tried different planners, you've tried online planners, mm -hmm. you've tried so many different systems for keeping track and for helping you to yes. day to day. So I think it's interesting that it comes back to just a blank piece of paper. Piece of paper. <laughs> I, I used to keep a physical piece of paper, but the reason I didn't like that is because first of all, when things change, I'd end up scratching stuff out, but also I wasn't able to have that work record where I could move things forward and back really easily just by copying and pasting like you can on a computer. And that's why I, I do that. I actually use a program called day one for that. Day one is a, again, a Mac program. It's also on your phone. But it allows me to keep that work record and then see my calendar and all my accomplishments over time. So I could now go back actually several years and see what I was working on and cool. what I accomplished and what I did. And it does. It gives you a huge sense of accomplishment. Mm, that's so, really good. So now we're, we've, we've been talking about 15 minutes about this stuff. So I'm not, I don't want to get into all that. I could talk about all the stuff we use for marketing right? All this stuff we use for branding, a lot of things like that. And so maybe we'll come back on another time and have an, a podcast just on those things, right. because I really just want to focus on how do we get our writing done? And yeah, we'll talk just about that with you next week. Right? That sounds good. Yes. We're going to talk next week with me. So please come back. <laughs> <laughs> please come back. So just to give you a quick recap, I use word for writing. I use focus for writing. I get stuff done because I'm a part of writing moments at writingmoments.com. I do my formatting through Vellum. I use Kindle Direct Publishing for selling, and I use ClickUp for project management, and best of all, just a blank old document right there in the corner of my there computer. You go. go ahead. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and for watching. We hope that this benefits you. If you have any questions about any of these apps, go ahead and let us know. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please go ahead and rate, review, subscribe, and share with someone else who you think will benefit because that helps get the word out. Yeah, and I'd like to hear from you too. Down in the comments below, if you're on following us on YouTube or you can send us a text message or email, but let us know, what do you use? What are some of the programs, software that you use that you just can't live without and that helps you get your writing done? We'd love to hear about it. I find this stuff fascinating. I yeah. do too. All right. We always do better when we hear what each other does, don't uh, we? It is. And it's why good. is that, Gina? Because together we have writing momentum. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Maselli. Don't forget to subscribe and get the show notes at writingmomentum.com backslash podcast. Until next time, we hope that you have writing momentum. momentum.